Hey, hey, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. This is John Goldman, and uh, we are underwritten by Karis Cottages, one of downtown Kalamazoo's first Airbnbs. Karis Cottages are within walking distance of local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Karis and Cottages with a K. And you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 WRHZ out of Sawyer, Michigan. I'm uh, happy to be here with Adam Conley, my sometimes co-host and founder of the radio show, I would say, podcast. You know, you were there from the beginning. And Howie Wiesjan, who's... uh, one of the best drummers in the area who uh, who works with all kinds of bands, and we'll get all into that. So good to have you guys both on the show. Um, I guess the well, let's let's talk about uh, Howie a little bit. So you're uh, you're a drummer. You've been playing you've been playing with um, the guys from Burnham, uh, Steve and Blake um, uh, Murray, yep. uh, in the band. I don't think I have your mic on. How about that? Yeah, I think I don't know if you're saying there. That's better. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Uh, which uh, which one are you plugged into over there, Adam? A little loud one. All right. That's How's that? Good. Thank okay. You. Perfect. Thank you. How are your headphones? Yeah. <laughs> How? No, they're good. All right. Uh, so yeah. yeah, how and uh, that band's called Tree, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm we, not even sure if that's the right. Try it again. Hello. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, we're very we, loud. We now. found the right mic. There okay. we go. <laughs> All right, Adam, try yours now. Yellow. I think. Uh, I think Checking the mic. Okay. Check check. Um, but but you've also played with beer hippies, uh, Robert Rolf Federson mm-hmm. and Adam and uh, Stephen Blake on that one too, and um, put out a couple of singles with uh, yep. uh, beer hippies. And uh, what other bands have you played with? Um, well, this last week, uh, Adam and I had the pleasure of, uh, playing with John Belushi or Jim Belushi. I'm sorry, Jim Belushi. My mistake. You know, definitely. I I knew about that. That's, uh, that was, uh, we were going to talk about that. Um, let, let's talk about that in just a few minutes. Okay. You got a chance to play with uh, Dan Moore and Jim Belushi. Yeah. Dan Moore. That was my first time meeting him and everything. So that, that was a pleasure. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Uh, and then besides Tree and Beer Hippies, and uh, are there any other bands you've been playing with for like the last five years or so? Um, just mostly like open mic nights, like kind of being cool. the uh, the house drummer, uh, especially back uh, probably around early like 2012, 2013, oh, playing uh-huh. a lot of um, at Shoreline Brewery. Uh, oh, cool. A lot uh-huh. of those open mic nights, hosting them with uh, Blake Vissing out there, and uh, oh, really? We had a Blake lot of good times out there. Yeah, cool. Uh, and and so now you you're one of the owners of Burnham Brewery, and mm-hmm. uh, you probably spent a lot of time doing that. that oh yeah, takes no, up that's, a lot of your time. Oh yeah, definitely, very much. But uh, no, it hasn't uh, deterred me from uh, playing music and everything. That was always one of our backbone things. There is. Uh, make sure we keep the music alive yeah yeah that's right you guys bring in some of the best bands and i've got turned on some great bands from seeing him at burnham like uh left hand cruiser mm-hmm. left lane cruiser left lane, yeah and he wrote a song about burnham brewery he loved it there oh, yeah. so much cream corn yeah, yeah. <laughs> and burnham brew yep. yeah there's a couple of really good ones and uh that guy he it, it's just him on guitar and a drummer and i think that's like that's his band like he doesn't even have a a bass player or anything like that. Yeah, and no. So much sound oh, comes they put out, out of so much noise, and it, it, it's fantastic. It, it really is. Uh, I know you know Modern Vultures. Uh, one of Adam's bands has played there a bunch of times at Burnham, and mm-hmm. um, always just you know bringing in those those great local bands. It's, uh, it's quite a treat and and quite a service to the to the community. Really. No. Yeah. yeah we we love great. what we do, and uh, we we want to keep that live music alive. Yeah. Uh, and Adam, uh, we've talked about this a number of times, but you know, you're a guitar player, uh, left-handed guitar player and, oh. uh, <laughs> officially like, but a left-handed guitar, not a flipped over guitar. Yeah, mostly. And then, um, also you, uh, you've played with, uh, Bone Naked and, 
um, with uh, modern vultures and with uh, beer hippies. And am I missing anything? Sometimes play with uh, Steel on the Farm. Yeah, I've jammed with them once in a while. Jammed with them. It's been too long for that. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else? Am I missing anybody? Uh, I don't know. Not in the last. Years, so let, so let's talk about this Jim Belushi experience. That sounds yeah. so much fun. A couple months ago, I would say, I heard uh, him doing a podcast with, I think it was O'Teal. Uh, I think it was oh, really? on O'Teal's podcast. And he was talking about, um, you know, his he's got a cannabis business. I think it's based out of Oregon. And I think even on that show, he was talking about getting into the, the um, Michigan market or even the Illinois market. So... Uh, so I'm imagining that this had something to do with that. Yeah. Um, I, they're either opening a branch of Belushi Farms in Michigan. Like, don't hold this against me if it's wrong. <laughs> or if he's supplying certain companies in the area with product. Or I'm not quite sure. But Say, I believe, like, yeah, that company that we were hired by uh-huh. um, is one of the premier ones that he is teaching them how oh, to gotcha. grow his product I get because you. they cannot ship it. That's right. Can't so, ship it across state lines. Yes. So, so they, to... he brought his crew over and is, um, they're dedicating a certain amount of their, um, growing capability. Growing, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to his specific, uh, strains. strains. And, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He talked about a little bit of that kind of stuff. Like, um, you know, his strains and, and how he found them and how they're so helpful. And, uh, but also about his experience with Dan Aykroyd and basically, you know, following in his brother John's footprints um, uh, to do that uh, Blues Brothers movie. I think it was, uh, I don't even know what to call it, Blues Brothers 3 or something like, like that. Blues Brothers 2000 or something? Was it all the way back know. in 2000? <laughs> Damn. I think so. Well, he, um, you know, he kind of started out. I was like, well, Dan Aykroyd, why, why would you want me to do this? You know, it's like, well, it's, and, you know, it's kind of in his blood and, and uh, yeah. the whole relationship with John Belushi. So mm-hmm. turns out he was pretty good at it, and he's been kind of doing that kind of stuff ever since. But you guys had firsthand experience. So how did this opportunity even come to play? You know, who, uh, Well, my friend, my good friend, Sarah, Krauss works for oh. Sunset Coast Provisions, and she hit me up like it was only like two weeks ago or something. I was like, <laughs> pretty, pretty "Yeah, quick. we're gonna have this. I think it was like a VIP investor event, and he was gonna make an appearance there and wondered if there was gonna be a band." And she was like, "No." And he said, "Well, can you get me a guitar player?" And so she called me and was like, "Would you want to play guitar?" And about half a second later, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm in. You know, what am I <laughs> supposed to do? Whatever." Then it got to be like a week before, and I was like, well, can I build a band? That'd be cooler than just me playing guitar. She's like, yeah, go for it. Oh, man. Cool. So I just called a few people, and people were kind of going to do one thing, and then oh yeah, just switched the lineup around literally the night before, and some people kind of got plugged into different spots, and which wow. actually I think was a blessing for everybody. Yeah, definitely. made her body a little <laughs> more comfortable. Uh, and so we, it was like, all right, well, he threw us a list of, 15 songs that he kind of supplies any pickup band he uh-huh. shows up to play with with and it was, you know songs and he's ordered the source recording and what key they were in and you know, some of them were in the key you would expect and some were not <laughs> and so it was like okay you know it's like all right well here's 15 let's each learn seven or eight on our own and we'll probably do three or four and then we'll let him sort of pick which ones to do yeah. so i think we all learned five or seven of them, you know, mm-hmm. and we had no rehearsal. Howie and I got together at my house for 15 minutes before we went out there. We went, All right, blue shuffle. All right, good, next. And got out there and we sort of killed time for 45 minutes before he showed up and just looked around. It was, so it was the three of us, Howie, Dan Moore, myself, and Marcus. Oh, okay. Safer, yeah. On, on keyboard. Yeah. Oh, and so, so Dan Moore on guitar or bass? Uh, or Dan what? Moore played bass. Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. And Howie on drums. And- yeah, mm-hmm. Marcus on keys. Yeah. And then we sort of were like, all right, well, what do you know? What do you know? And so we played just a couple, like, you know, just blues jams and Thrill is Gone. We did Shake Down Street. Oh, you fun. Know? And then he showed up and he was just sort of like, all right, what do you guys know? And so we well, you know this. And I think, <laughs> I think he was glad that we knew as much as we did. Yeah. You know? He seemed to be having fun. And, you know, I mean, I, I, was, I was just hoping for 
not total train wreck. <laughs> right. You know, these guys are great, but we didn't have any time to rehearse yeah. like, at all. And so I'm like, just don't be a total train wreck. <laughs> and it was, I think it went really well. So oh, it was fine. like, oh, thank God, you know. But, so what kind of group, what, what kind of crowd was it? Where, where did you have it? It was at uh, Layman's Farmhouse in Buchanan. They make like cider and beer oh, okay. and stuff, and they have food. And, um, and I, I think it was people that worked for Sunset Coast, and then it was I think VIPs and investors yeah, VIP investors and, uh-huh. and all that. Yep. So you had very nice, well dressed people. And yeah. Then you had you know, and then us in the corner. Right, right. But, so. You know, so Kind of everyone from uh, from potential investors who just are looking at the money aspects and and maybe some uh, some people who clean the pot. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a nice cross section of people. Oh, that's cool. How many people do you think were there? Seventy. I'm gonna say yeah. Oh 70s, yeah, that's nice. About seventy five ish. Oh great, give yeah, or take. This, so you had the whole place. Yep, yep, Lehman's place is a like a restaurant, right? It's a whole uh, yeah. facility. <clears throat> then there's like a little sort of shop store with right, you know, right. merchandise I, I, and whatnot. I know that over there. It's kind of like where that turn is off of uh, um, uh, Redbud. Red yep. Yeah, yep. just out, coming out of town. And I am not familiar with your Yeah. So <laughs> I had to pull over. I'm like, did you pass it? Did we pass it? And I said, that's it right there. So <laughs> we, were, we were actually in the parking lot for it. Yeah, it kind of looks like a grocery store, and there's like a big siloed looking thing yep. on the. Okay, yeah, right. all right, I know that place. And then yeah, the patio on the side. That sounds great. And uh, um, so he uh, didn't he know that you guys had gotten this list of the songs that he was gonna play or wanted to play. Yeah, but I was Sarah, I was I was just communicating with Sarah the whole time. Right. So you didn't I have any like advance. Her to, like, yeah, you know, get into details. With yeah, middle right. and every little communication you know but so i think he was you know there were probably bands that weren't all those songs and there were probably bands that weren't you know half of them or right. none and you know and but you know there was you know points where we'd be, all right you know we'd be playing like, can you move it to d and so we'd switch the key of it you know and i think he was happy that we could like sort of move adjust around on the and, yeah, you know and, no, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he walked in, yeah, we played the Peter Gunn theme, of course. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's and you could just tell by his face. Like, he was, like, happily surprised, yeah. definitely. Oh, cool. He was like, I was told I was only given a guitar player. <laughs> I got a whole band tonight? Whoa. Yeah. Like, uh, all yeah, right. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and it, he just said, you know, give me the blues, shuffle, and E. And we played a Let Me Love You, Baby, the old buddy guy, or Money Waters, uh-huh. buddy guy, but... You know, he was like, I remember he was like, this band's never played together before. He was like, this band's got some soul to it. <laughs> he, he was excited, you know, so I, I think we did okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we did yeah. okay. But so uh, which songs did you guys do? Uh, with him, we did that. We did Hey Bartender. Oh, yeah. We uh-huh. did Champagne and Reefer, Money Waters song. Uh-huh. We kind of did Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. Like, we kind of. Mm-hmm. Fumbled around that. We did learn that. <laughs> we did all right. Yeah, and then he sort of jumped off and went and talked to people. He said, "Keep playing." So we segued that into "Turn on Your Love Light" and played that for a while. Oh, fun! And then he got up later and did "She Caught the Katie," uh, "Sweet Home Chicago," and mm-hmm. "Messing with the Kid." Yep. So that we did eight with him. Yeah. And then Sarah got up and sang a few. Oh yeah, she's got a great yeah, voice. I, which oh, I, I sadly had forgotten and. Before he got there, we were playing Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, and she ran up and grabbed the mic and just like <laughs> just her and Dan Moore sort of duetted on it. And it was awesome. It was yeah, like, it was like all right, now we're now we're cooking. Yeah. So, you know, but, what an experience! And yeah, and so, you got to did you get to hang out with him or anything like that? Or we uh, like, we just pictures and, you know, yeah, I got a picture. I saw the picture. Yeah, that's a good one. And it just came up kind of spontaneously. You didn't. I mean, you couldn't really tell anybody about it. I guess. I mean, no one else would have been invited unless yeah. they were invited. Oh, I told by. people. I was like, going to say, yeah. Like, we, 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 <laughs> and then I canceled on them that day. I said, yeah, no, it's private. <laughs> right. Sorry, you can't go. That, uh, that's great that he's coming to Southwest Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully uh, that gets off the ground. Yeah. Apparently we're, we had talked about it then. I don't think it's officially said this now, but we're, as of right now, we're playing the, big thing in Niles on August 20th where it's going to be 
him and Aykroyd and the Blues Brothers, the full band, yeah, like, the with the car. Wow. And, and it's, I think, one to nine. And I think we're, like, going to maybe do, like, a half hour at the beginning or something like that. And That's great. It's our way in. Yeah. Playing, you know. So. Excellent. So uh, what do you guys, uh, do you call your this new group of people anything in particular? Or, uh, oh, I don't know. We haven't got that. <laughs> I was going to say we threw around a couple of yeah. names, but uh, nothing was said. Yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. call it. Mission from God. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that is such a great movie. I I love that movie. That I don't have too many like actual DVDs left. You know, like they fall between car seats, and you know, just you can't play them, so you don't keep them anymore. But I do have that one. Yeah, that is a a great one. I still watch it two or three times a year, probably. Yeah. So, uh, Howie, this wasn't your first uh, first time playing drums, I'm sure. No. Uh, and, you know, coming up as a drummer is a little different than coming up as a guitar player where, you know, you're getting a new guitar and, and you can play in front of people and stuff. You couldn't, like, really, like, have your parents get all excited and, and uh, play drums for them. And, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Uh, it's a little harder to yeah. play a drum song for right. fa- family for, and friends. Like, and, you know what song this is? <laughs> uh, no, it's noise. See if you can get this. Guess this song, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I um, I was originally uh, I played piano growing up. Did you? Okay, so uh, you up have until that junior high note, school. Yeah, you know, you know the notes and stuff. I know like the that. notes, the chords, all that. You probably and, read music too, at, mm-hmm. or at least you could then. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, actually, that's what Adam recruited me for uh, initially. Oh, was yeah. I was going to play more like the horns and organ parts, oh. while Marcus took more of the piano parts. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, as of a, a late uh, right. Change, uh, yeah. I, which I was actually overjoyed because I am very rusty. I found out with uh, my uh, with the drawing or with, with the or with keyboards. the with the keyboards. Yeah, I was keyboards like, okay, are... this chord. Oh shoot, I don't remember that chord exactly. Like, all right, here we go. And piano's a little less forgiving than drums, probably. Exactly. Yeah. No, and I'm way more comfortable behind the drum set. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. So you had someone else lined up for drums, is and or yeah, it was. Uh, uh, okay. Do I name no, no, you don't. Oh, have no. no, yeah. No, <laughs> it, it was a blessing, though. That's all yeah. I have to say. Yeah, how nice <laughs> for yeah. me, at least. <laughs> yeah, I reached out to a couple people to play. I mean, it was Howie and uh huh. It was Matt. Yeah, it was, Matt. <laughs> it was you know basically around the same time. And, well, listen, Matt. He plays yeah, everywhere. Busy. He's an He's out, like outstanding uh, drum player. Yeah, but who is, wouldn't want to no, play with is. Jim Belushi? That, yeah, that's an experience. Matt hit me back in five minutes, and Howie was the next morning. And I was like, "Why are you got Matt already said he's doing?" I was like, "Well, I don't want to play keyboards." You know, uh, like, all right, cool. You know, and then then Marcus is like, "I want to do it." I'm like, "Well, I've already got Howie playing keyboards." No, no, it's a good choice. Yeah, Good choice but, to pick Marcus. Well, then, <laughs> Marcus is a great. So it's sort of player. like he's fantastic. Yeah, you know, everybody would have been fine, I think. But if it, I think everybody was more comfortable where they ended up, and you know, so. on their natural instincts. Yes, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, does that what Dan, doesn't Dan Moore play guitar usually? Well, I think he plays everything. Oh, but, okay. Zan, no, that's he, right. I know he plays drums as well. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I met him a couple months ago up at Watermark the Dan Moore band was playing with yeah. Marcus and that, I met him then briefly that's right yeah. I saw I saw him there too that night out in the solarium yes that's uh, I remember that okay so that's how I met Dan yeah. Moore yeah but he, uh, he slept in and, you know I got a hold of him the night before and I was like <laughs> can you are you still interested he's like yeah for sure do you mean to bring a PA and I'm like sure and oh yeah and he's sort of like kind of MD'd the whole thing, you know, here we're going here, you know, on the five chord and you know, oh, cool. sort of directing us and there's a stop here. And it was, yeah. So we were all sort of just following him, which was cool. And, yeah. It was, you know, really neat experience. Yeah. 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 Well that, I mean, you know, listen, blues is a spontaneous kind of, uh, um, music most of the time, you know, it's a lot of, uh, improvisation and stuff like that when it's done right. You're not just like playing the song. Uh, you're, you're getting into it and and uh, adjusting as you go along, and you guys took that to the ultimate extreme of really yeah. not knowing, <laughs> and not having played together, not right. really you know knowing exactly what songs you're going to play, and just getting up there and, and doing it. That that's outstanding, great, yeah. and uh, you impressed Jim Belushi. Yeah, right. No, it was it was definitely one of the coolest experiences. I've had. <laughs> yeah. Did you get to hang out with him afterwards or anything like that? Yeah, 
I mean, he was kind of walking around mingling and stuff. But, right. You know, I mean. But, he, yeah, he worked the crowd well. I mean, he wasn't rude or short yeah. with anyone. He'd give you your time. And, uh, yeah, no, it was Picture overall him. awesome. Yeah, awesome experience. Uh, so you were talking about, Howie, how you grew up and you were playing um, uh, keyboards mm-hmm. or at least piano when right. you were growing up. How did you transition to, to drums at that point? Um, well, growing up, my, my dad was a pianist as well. Oh, okay. um, so he wanted all of his kids to have a little bit of musical knowledge. He thought that was important. So he got us into piano lessons around third grade. Yeah. And uh, we would do that, and my sisters and I, uh, until about junior high. And then he'd give us the option, like, do you want to continue? Do you want to quit? Oh, wow. And I was uh-huh. getting more into sports at that time. And so I, I ended up quitting. Um, but, uh, at that time also he goes, so I will, uh, make this one time offer. It was around my birthday and he goes, I'll buy you another instrument of your choice. If you want to learn another uh-huh, instrument uh-huh. and I go drums, you knew right away, <laughs> right away. And I yeah. said, I said drums and he goes, yes, <laughs> I've always wanted a drum set. <laughs> so he was I think just as excited as oh, I was. That's cool. So yeah, that's when that all kind of started blossoming. And uh, yeah, no, I, I I ran with it. I I loved it. I still love it. Did you take lessons and that kind of thing? Uh, I took lessons for two years um, at Roxy Music in Laporte, uh-huh. and uh, had an awesome instructor. Um, and then in my sports, I actually had a shoulder injury uh, from swimming and oh. had to get surgery, and so kind of fell out of drum lessons and everything but it didn't stop me from right, continuing right. yeah he gave me the the basics i needed and uh kept uh kept moving forward did you uh play in bands in high school uh so yeah we we had a, a little band growing up and uh we were called how's your mama's pancakes oh. and uh <laughs> we played like field day and stuff like that and uh just random things, and we were all just kind of learning, and yeah. probably knew like ten songs total. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that with Blake and Steve? Uh, no, that was actually with a couple friends from high school. Oh. Uh, yeah, boss or junior high, Boston and uh, Ben Corum, and yeah, oh. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun, and we learned a lot, and just had fun goofing around too, just playing with instruments and. So you said your dad was a piano player, like a professional piano player? Or just no, he no, just, he just, that was he his grew, instrument. yeah, his, that was his instrument growing up. And actually he played uh trumpet actually in college uh, oh, okay. for the Purdue band. Oh, wow. Uh, uh-huh. So he was, I, and honestly, like the marching thing, band on the, the field? marching. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He was part of that. But honestly, I have never heard him play the trumpet in my life because <laughs> he said he doesn't have his lips and he goes, I won't do it. Like it, it won't give it justice. Like I, I fell off too hard. <laughs> yeah. but he's like piano i can i can always come back to and get yeah. that muscle memory back he's like but the lips they they just don't come oh, back interesting i yeah. hadn't heard that before <laughs> yeah okay i can see that you know like you it's like playing tennis you know if you're not playing all the time and i, I bet with certain kind of instruments that that kind of thing you know, yeah is necessary yeah just the muscles and calluses and all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i saw um uh, the Cashbox Kings at the Acorn Theater last weekend, mm-hmm. and this is a little bit of an aside, but so the, they had a not a trumpet player, but they had a, um, uh, a harmonica player, and I wish I could remember this guy's name. He was unbelievable, and every time you know he uh, he was the singer, he was a, a harmonica player, and you know not just like popping in a couple uh, chords here and there, but like you know real um, elaborate harmonica playing. But then he'd take the harmonica off his lips and his whole face is red, like, you know, around his lips as though, oh, wow. you know, like he had a little bit of a clown look to him because <laughs> his lips were overly red from, you know, having played the harmonica so hard. Right. So I would imagine that, that, that there are a lot of calluses that develop right. after a while. You know, you, your, your mouth gets shaped by um, adjusting to that kind of an instrument. It's a mm-hmm. tough instrument. The trombone and trumpet are... Same kind of things, you know? Right. It really takes a lot of... And you probably have similar kinds of things with, uh, well, Adam with calluses on your fingers, you know, from playing guitar. And especially when you haven't played in a while. Yeah. 
And then with drums, obviously, you know, oh, yeah. your wrists or your forearms and yeah. get all sore. Even just the pads of your hands and everything. Yeah, yeah like from it, losing the grip and reestablishing it, you yep. get some calluses and stuff. Oh, yeah. So there's not, I guess there's pianos. <laughs> you probably don't one of think those, about it, but yeah. like it, it's just there, like under. Well, I think about it, you know, like uh, I think about like a band like Dead and Company, you know, with mm. uh, Mickey Hart and uh, Bill Kreutzmann and, and playing for you know, three hours straight in their, in their late seventies and eighties. And, and that has got to be a real workout to do all that drumming in a particular way. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone gives the drummers that much credit. And when it comes to like the real aerobic activity you're going right. through. And that's, yeah. That's why you don't see too many older drummers out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it takes a toll. For sure. Butch trucks. He, uh, he drummed into his, you know, up until he, his death, he was, right. he was playing still. Jamo, I don't know if he's still drumming, but he uh, was playing for a long time. But all these yeah. guys, you know, it's, even he, I mean Neil Peart, he went, he yeah. went to the end. I mean, right, right. So, who were some of your drumming uh, influences? Um, well, Neil Peart, Neil of course, Peart, yeah. Um, and then um, he's famous for like having you know thirty drum heads. Or yeah, it is. right. Yeah, that, that's really the really ultimate. Right. Like, <laughs> can't compete with him. But, yeah, uh, overkill <laughs> drumming. But, uh, yeah, like Bill Bruford, um, did some, uh, yes. And, uh, he played with, uh, I think King Crimson for a while oh, there okay. as well. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, those two, um, more newer or at least newer to me, um, more my age group, I guess uh-huh. I should say, uh, would be like. Uh, Taylor Hawkins of Foo oh, Fighters right, right. or Travis Barker of Blink-182 and numerous uh-huh. other bands as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are those are just a few of right. my ever, idols. <laughs> what about Ginger Baker? Ever, uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. He was a hell of a drummer. His, Classic, yeah. His son lives in uh, northwest Indiana, right? Kofi? Somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's got his own thing going there, too. Yeah, I know he plays Leroy's. Kofi Baker, yeah. <laughs> He's got a little band going. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he plays uh, with, like, Buddy and Nick Bird and those guys. Okay. Uh, Buddy Pearson played at uh, the Acorn last Wednesday. Yeah. That was an oh, nice. uh, unbelievable show, the Buddy Pearson 3. And um, he had a drummer, well, a drummer and, and a keyboard player that were just out of this world. Oh, I bet, yeah. It was, uh, it was a great show. I wish I could uh, yeah. remember their names. No, uh, he re- he recruits the best. Like yeah. They, yeah. If, if you're playing with Buddy, you're you're doing good. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. They were really good, and and Buddy was unbelievable. You know, he's got this little teeny stand up uh, bass, like an electric thing, that's um, you know, like almost just the size of the neck. Uh-huh. Uh, it's only oh, okay. a little bit bigger than the size of the neck, and then he also played like a regular um, guitar style bass. Gotcha. But he's really just. Very talented on bass. You know, oh yeah, you know you don't see too many bass players like really digging in and creating the melody for, yeah, right. for the band. Yeah, he's That's always kind of fun. awesome. So uh, uh, when you know now, some drummers um, like to uh, solo and some don't. You know where where do you fit in on that spectrum? <laughs> uh, not too much of a soloer personally. Um, I mean, here and there a little bit, but I don't like have people exit stage (laughs) (laughs) for my five minute drum solo (laughs) no i like like to keep the song moving (laughs) as my wife says she's like if your solo is over like a minute long like it's it's too long (laughs) like i don't care what instrument you're playing (laughs) it's just too long (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she provides commentary she does definitely is she a musician too uh she is not no what about your sisters do they still play um no 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 not and you we have uh you said so more more than one sister um yeah are they older than you two older sisters yeah five and six years apart oh okay from me oh so they were they were 11 months apart yeah oh they were okay yeah so but when you were you know in third grade first learning how to play um uh piano Mm -hmm. they had already been playing for five or six years at that oh yeah so, uh, how was that? Like growing up with kind of that expectation. I don't know if they were much better than you. It thought. was a good motivation. Yeah, and it pulled you. Yeah, just to. Well, I, 
I'm going to go farther than them, <laughs> basically. And, Were you uh, better than them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I took it a little more seriously, I feel like, because uh-huh. I had this idea of, like, wanting to be in a band someday. Really? Okay. And so, you knew like, that? in fifth grade is oh, okay. when it, like, kind of, like, dawned on me. Like, in third grade, I was like, eh. Fourth grade, I was like, eh. Fifth grade, I was like, ooh. We can do something. Uh-huh. This, this like, sounds like a song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, all right, I can learn my own music. Like, it's not just what they tell me to learn. Yeah. Like, and so I started branching out a little bit then and then a little bit more. So what kind of, uh, you know, musicians were you listening to back then? Um, that were kind of, you know, driving, you know, putting in the right direction. Not, I mean, it was like Billy Joel and Elton John, like the actual I piano say, players? It, or? Uh, Billy Joel, definitely a little bit. Um, and then... I mean, even some of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like oh, some yeah. of their parts, like Flea would play keyboards in it and everything, uh-huh. and that was a band I was into. And then at that age as well, like Blink One Eighty Two, that was when they were getting their start as well. Yeah. So uh, even though they don't have a keyboardist, like it still keyboardable made me learn, <laughs> le- yeah, like yeah. chords and how to just play along. So um, when you, you know, piano is like the traditional uh, instrument, but it easily translates to keyboards, but it doesn't always sound like a piano when you play keyboards. You know, you can have kind of a synth sound and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Were you playing keyboards like that or were you strictly playing on a piano at that age? Um, At that age, pretty much strictly piano. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I had probably a $90 Yamaha keyboard that I could play on, but the I mean, they had no weight to the keys, and it oh, was just right. um, not as easy to play on, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so most of the time, I was on I was on the piano because we had we had a that's what felt piano. good yeah. too. Like you know, you that's push what I practiced key, on. Yeah, yeah, and you could get the volume levels and everything. So yeah, just by by pressure and everything, where the keyboard it was just one solid tone. I gotcha. Uh, so then you uh, started doing stuff with other guys and putting together like little bands in high school and stuff. Did you do any of that after high school? Um, basically after when, right before I turned 21, we started tree with the Murray brothers. Oh, okay. And, uh, so who was tree? Blake and, and Blake, Steve, and, Steve and, and, and me. Oh, it was just three. Yeah, of you. Okay. We're a trio. So. Yeah. Tree. Tree. Okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. I thought it was cause you're all kind of nature lovers. And, uh, I, <laughs> No, that's, that's uh, after much uh, discussion, we were like, yeah, no, tree, just tree. <laughs> like, and, that's uh, great. Yeah, it, it, worked. it was funny because my, my grandpa, uh, he was, had a little bit of a Polish accent, and he would always pronounce three, tree. Oh, perfect. So it, it, it was kind of full circle yeah. in, that, in that aspect. But uh, no, we uh, as soon as I turned 21, about a month later, we started playing in in the local bar in New Carlisle and uh cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they played, I mean they're they're kind of uh, uh they play like a little bit more jam band kind of stuff too. I mean, didn't they grow up kind of with that? Yeah, uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. And then I, I mean, your classics as well. Uh-huh. Um yeah, Hendrix Zeppelin and all that stuff and they were in a band before we formed Tree uh in high school because they were actually a grade above me. Yeah. Um called Romance and Resentment and they Put out a CD of their own, actually really? in high school. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So and Did then they... they and then they went and bone naked for a while. Yeah, right. I remember yeah, that. The, the special guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I seeing special guest. Oh yeah, it was the special guest. Yeah. It at Zars, did, didn't you guys play at Zars with them? Yeah. Were you uh, were you with them at that time or? I was not. No. Okay. That was no. Uh, I was I was shortly after. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was probably. Jeremiah. Yeah, they were. Um, they, that was when Zars had to be twenty one, but they they weren't twenty one then. <laughs> Not that they were doing anything wrong, but I mean they were there playing. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like under you, the age of twenty one. Show 21. up like right before you play, and then when you're done, you have to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we played. Brother Bone a lot. We used to play the 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 pub out there on. Oh yeah, Road. I remember seeing Wilson you guys out there. there. Yeah, now it's like a. It's weeds. Overgrowing. And yeah, weeds. Trees yeah. growing through concrete. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that was a fun place. 
<laughs> goes down over there. It's such a shame. <laughs> I, I was surprised when the casino went in, you know, just down the street from where that pub right. and the and the um, hotel were. I thought, well, this is great for this place. All these places are going to thrive, you know, with everybody coming into town. Uh-huh. But not at all, apparently. I guess yeah, you know that when they kind of wild when they go to the casino, they just stay at the casino. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I didn't Poor even know if they had what's that poor management. Poor management. Oh, at the uh, those at the hotel and the, <laughs> the pub. pub. The pub. Probably, you know. <laughs> I, I, I can't speak to the hotel, but yeah, the bar anyway. <laughs> uh, the bar at the hotel or the bar at the pub? The, the pub. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know I don't know. I just you know if you're if you're going to a casino, it's it's hard to and you know if you've got any kind of if you go to a casino, it's usually because you like to gamble, and if you've got any kind of gambling uh, interest. That keeps you there. Yeah, you know right. that, they count on that. You Slippery know, slope. right? They they're not looking for people to go off campus and find other things to right. do, and so <laughs> they try to you know keep you there. Keep you there. <laughs> Plenty of food, yeah. drinks, and place to sleep. And we had to bring our own door guy. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. We had to bring our own <laughs> right. You know, ticket guy to the, to the pub. Yeah, couldn't really. <laughs> yeah, if there was going to be a. Uh, uh, cover charge you couldn't yeah, rely on them had, to give you your fair house. share yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think i kind of remember that about yeah. that place they're not there now it's okay it's uh, yeah who knows <laughs> who knows what's going on over there if someone owns it or yeah lives there yeah uh so um you, you did how how long did you guys uh do tree i mean i guess it's still technically around technically yeah but um i mean we haven't done anything in the last yeah. couple of years, honestly. Um, well, you guys are pretty busy running, you know, a big brewery. De- de- definitely. <laughs> that is definitely taking our, yeah. our, our time. You've really grown that thing from, you know, from nothing. From I mean, cooking from on an our idea. stove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember you guys all used to work at Greenbush. Yep. And, uh, and then, you, like, you would come in, work your shift at Greenbush, and then, you know, run over there and, uh, you know, check the... Check the brewing. Or yeah, no, yeah. On. Start, yeah, doing what we had to do there, whether it was construction, brewing, yeah, you name it. We were just trying to get off the ground. So, aren't you um, uh, opening up a new place in uh, downtown um, Michigan Ye- City? Also, yeah, it'll be close to the uh, Blue Chip Casino over there um, on okay. Highway uh, Twelve. Yeah, so same side of the road as the Blue Chip Casino. Um, yeah, it's a nice. Uh, open building uh been around there for a long time uh so we're doing a nice remodel on it expanding our brewery um we're gonna over double in size uh the brewing aspect and then actually have indoor seating for 150 plus people oh that's small event space as well for about 100 people wow um so we're hoping to put on uh concerts uh stuff like that see if we can get more uh, you guys yeah more more indoor stuff because at the place we're at right now um everything's which we have been for seven years yeah but um it served us great but it's all outdoor since right covid happened and everything uh, realizing our spatial capabilities, uh, we just have two patios. So, right, yeah, looking forward to it. We're hoping to break ground uh, late July, um, early August, maybe. Oh wow! Are you um, gonna if we stay the, on track? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna keep the facility on what is it, Friar? On Friar, yeah, yeah. We will still uh, keep it, but we will move all operations uh-huh. over to the new place like offices or something over there. And yeah. Just kind of, kind of storage and stuff uh-huh. like that. But uh, yeah, all the, all the brewing stuff, maybe some, yeah. Oh man, you guys deserve it. You've been working so hard at this thing and uh, yeah. it just, it's got such a, a nice vibe to it. It's a great place. I'm good. I appreciate you. it. Yeah. yeah, no, we, we love what we do and, uh, like putting out good product and, uh, can't wait to have a more inviting environment yeah. to have people stay around for a little bit. I imagined it was um, going to be in downtown, um, like on Franklin or something, like, right? You know, right in downtown Michigan City. But I like the so this isn't even too far from. No, it's fr- it's, it's literally like, right after you um, make that turn. Yeah, so yeah, you'll come down that. right after you get into Indiana. Um, you'll come in and it'll be on your left, right before the blue chip. Yeah. So, what was that place before? Like some, um, it was a few different manufacturing uh, okay. facilities, and then 
in the most recent, it was just uh, storage. Oh, okay. Uh, overflow storage for the blue chip. So it wasn't like an abandoned building or anything. No, like that. yeah, oh, okay, it's, that's it's good. still had the heat on and all oh, that. Okay. Like so, no broken pipes or all that. <laughs> right, because that could have been a real nightmare yeah. to have to basically start from scratch in a big space like that. Right. Well, I mean, I I know that um, Blake has um, already. You know, they opened the restaurant in uh, mm-hmm. downtown Laporte. Yep, um, bare bones, bare bones, and uh, I mean, you got. Just so many projects going on. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. No, we just did a big remodel on Bare Bones. Uh, right. Yeah, right. expanding the kitchen, uh, making a bigger, more accommodating bar um, without sacrificing too many uh, seats as oh, well. Uh-huh. So did you so, bring the bar to the front? Or? We did, yeah. Because okay. yeah. it was like at the kitchen, the bar. Correct, yeah. And so where the old bar there. is, that's now kitchen yeah, area. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was probably and, uh, an easy enough transition too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was about a three-week remodel, and uh, yeah, it, it looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, i got to get over there. I haven't been to a port in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little little far. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just a little out of the way right. from here, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It's hard. Uh, but th- th- that's awesome. And then, So uh, other than Tree, and uh, what, what other bands have you played in? Um, well, beer hippies was, beer hippies, was the right. most recent. Um, and yeah, honestly, um, that, that was a blast with Adam here as well. The Murray brothers, uh, Robert Ralph Ederson yeah. and Marcus, uh, on the keyboards. Oh, that's of right. course. Marcus was in beer. Hippies. Yeah. He, he came on the last year before the pandemic right. and yeah, we haven't played since I think it was January or February, 2020. So how did I imagine that that whole situation got started? Because Robert Ralph Federson is uh, is a big, he's he's a big part of uh, Burnham. Like he does the Tuesday night vinyl, yep. and he was doing um, some other stuff there, and played there all the time. And uh, I'm imagining through that he said, "Hey, why don't we all play together?" Or some you guys did some jamming, and then I was like, "Well, why don't we do some stuff together?" Yeah, no, it, it, I think it was kind of his idea, wasn't it? That's how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember he asked me at Burnham one day. I think I was there for vinyl or something. He's like, I'm going to start this band. And it's going to be me and Blake and Stephen Howie and you on guitar. And I, th- I laughed him, laughed, <laughs> laughed in his face because I was like, "You're never going to get all those people in one room together. Everybody's way too busy, you know." And, and we did. And uh, well, he started out with a, with recording a yeah, song. Yeah, I think basically. that was his way of. Lighting the fire on It's like, yeah, I'm gonna like book you guys a day in the studio, and so you can't. And we get to no. have yeah, two yeah. songs to record. Yeah. yeah, so everybody was like, "Oh man, I really want to do that." So I think that's how he motivated us, and I mean, which, it worked. It, I mean, all you gotta great. say is Steve Albini yeah, recording like, studio, yeah. and yeah, of course right. we're on board. And, <laughs> and Room then, full of guitars. All right. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool, yeah. and then. Uh, um, you you guys all wrote that those two songs together. So you do those first two songs, two sides of a forty five, mm-hmm. and uh, did uh, um, Bob come in with that one? And I think Bob had one. And the Bob other had one, and Steve had one. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then uh, we had probably about ten total originals. Yeah, something like by that. By the end yeah. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was some good songs. Any thoughts of, of getting back together with that, or everyone's just kind of too busy? We talked about it. I can say, yeah, we've talked about it. We're we're not not getting back together, but we just <laughs> don't have a time frame. Right. Yeah. Yeah. broken up. <laughs> we don't have a time frame. Yeah. Well, I mean, Robert Rolf Federson plays like five times a week, so it's probably hard to work yeah. on his schedule, in. his oh, music yeah. schedule. And then, you know, each one of you has a full-time job, and, and now you have like, you know, three businesses going and yeah. it's <laughs> a lot of juggling yeah. of schedules. Marcus is in three bands and, and has and, three kids. And three kids and a full-time <laughs> job. Yeah. 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 He makes it work. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you get your priorities. I'm just sitting at home. <laughs> no, not really. Practicing guitar, though. Yeah. I was going to no, say, not, not doing that either. Like, <laughs> just, I was thinking today, I was like, I'm going to plug my amp in before I go over there. And I was like, I haven't played at home in like, months so it's literally been months well but you've also been playing out a lot i was gonna say how many shows have you had right but i should be practicing for those now i've you know i was off since february playing shows and then last weekend had three games and now it's like full steam ahead all summer it's like i should really be getting chops up again you know but 
I just haven't, so we'll see. I have one this Saturday, so we'll see if I practice for it. Oh, so. oh who's uh, who are you playing with? Uh, Modern Vultures at Journeyman. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Modern Vultures took a little nap for a while, let's say. And, well, uh, I mean, you, well, and then you played uh, last weekend um, yeah. at Seeds, at Seeds yeah. in the afternoon. On uh, on Flag Day, on the Flag Day it's holiday, yep, yep. and then you raced over to um, Featherbone and and played with them for four hours. Yeah, four hours so. there. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite that's, a that's day. Great. A lot By the time I hit Fearless, I was warmed up and loosened up and ready. So, right, right. right. Yeah, you, know, yeah it was, you. It was really hot. It was really hot. It was it was hot. It was, it was hot on that stage. I think. Yeah. Good thing you have LED lights up there. Yeah, yeah. Keep you nice and cool. <laughs> <laughs> It was nighttime though, so it's all good. Yeah, I uh, I saw you guys at the Featherbone, uh, and you played uh, um, the national anthem yeah. right before. Have to uh, the the Jimi <laughs> Hendrix version, of course, and that that was your claim to fame. Like you know, you're you're a kid, you get this guitar, no one knows what to expect, and yeah. well, come just, out there and it's and flat blow day. Away. You have to play it. Of course, of course. Well, so then <laughs> you know you did a great version of that, and then I was like just stunned by the fireworks. Yeah. Someone had said, oh, yeah, they've got some really good fireworks. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. Fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks are fireworks. I was blown yeah. away. Like I, they've uh, gotten better every year. So. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's a really expectant audience. Everyone's like, you know, I hope those fireworks are going to be good this year. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, they've just got to keep stepping it up and stepping yeah. it up. But, well, uh, I had time that, First set out and the second uh, right. set out. You know, oh, I'm guessing it's this many minutes or whatever. And so we should end second set right at 10:30. They'll start it. I'll play it over it. You know, yeah. Which might not be the way to do it, but I don't know. Well, they they did start a little late. Yeah. Well, the fireworks. The, I'm like, all right, in second set, we got to cut this song. And I think I cut probably 13 minutes off of it. You know, we ended. I think the last song we played was Stranglehold when Ted knew. Uh, yeah. So it just went right up at 10:30. First boom goes off. I like launch into it. And then nothing. They just stopped the fireworks show. And like, I don't know if they stopped because of me or if there was technical difficulties. I, I was don't like, know what was going on. All my planning is just <laughs> yeah. gone to waste, you know. And, and so then as soon as I was done, they started back up, you know. And it was like, oh, I tried so hard to play it <laughs> over the fireworks, but it didn't work. So. There was definitely a lot of pauses early on. There was like, boom, you know, one. Boom, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm just glad everybody was okay and there wasn't some like, yeah. big thing. They, they did have um, a couple... So, so they, at the very beginning, they had yeah. this like big sort of like look like bomb thing. Yeah, yeah, like uh, and you could feel it on yeah. the roof of the feather uh, bone there. And I was like, was that on purpose? Yeah, we were like a little weird too. Like I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I was like, oh no, I hope no one's hurt. Yeah, it's like it was, uh, all the flowers are laying down. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like a atomic yeah. below. It's like it was, shadows like burnt into the grass. It's like they had a, a you know five gallon bucket of gasoline and they threw a match in it and just like, yeah. just created this huge cloud of black smoke. Yeah. Like, now that we have your attention, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I really we we were like waiting there for a little bit. Like I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> I, I think that I shouldn't be laughing about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone was. We would have heard about it by now, I'm sure. And then they had uh, different, like maybe five or six different mortars about halfway through where they did the same thing. And by then I was like, oh, well, that seems like they tried to do that. But that was kind of of crazy. The whole thing had to be 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah. It was was like the duration of our break. Yeah, and then the finale was just nonstop, like, 20 going off at a time and these are huge fireworks yeah it was i was really no, it was really I, cool I couldn't believe yeah. it you could feel the soot on you like the, yeah. the, whole, <laughs> the whole next day it was just everywhere uh anyway so yeah bone naked and modern vultures and uh what else are you working on i have nothing that, okay I mean, like, you know, it sounds it was, like we might Play again, you know. This, yeah, this, I, mean, I oh, hope good. we do. You know, it's kind of fun. That was that sounds cool. I, I, more blue that. stuff. Like, would you guys in in this uh, Jim Belushi backup? Would you be doing more more of the blue stuff? Probably incorporate it, but not steal yeah. a set. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Not make it yeah, a whole. If we do yeah. that thing in August, I don't. I think he's probably getting there later and has the Blues Brothers thing. So. Oh right, like, right. Maybe we could. I don't know. 
our show is on board. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What we would yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got to work on yeah. Well, that is Imagine if be, we actually practiced. Right? That will be a lot of fun. I had not seen the uh, Blues Brothers 2000, but... Uh, I've seen parts of it. I can say I haven't. Regret to say I haven't seen it. And Dan, uh, I mean, uh, John Goodman, I think, was in yeah. it, right? Something like that. I'm not sure what role each of these... Yeah, was I think, like, B.B. Like King's in it. Oh, B.B. Like, King's in it? I think there's, like, all types oh, cool. of, like, actual blues, like, you know, guitar players and stuff. In I mean, the original came out like almost the... 20 years before that. Yeah. And that had so many stars. Oh, yeah. It. I mean... John Lee Hooker and... Uh, um, Pine Top Perkins, I think, was in it. Ray Charles, yeah. Aretha and Franklin. Aretha Franklin, <laughs> right, right. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, that's right. Pee Wee Herman. I forgot about that. Was he in it? What was yeah, he? he's the the waiter at the restaurant. The the shrimp cocktail scene. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, funny. yeah. But he was just uh, Paul Rubens. He yeah, wasn't, he wasn't uh, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Right, right, right. He was just a strange little man. Shrimp <laughs> yeah. cocktail, I guess. That is just such a great movie, though. I mean, even the, you know, Donald Duck Dunn, you know, oh, yeah. just oh, yeah. great Steve musicians Proper, in the band. Yeah. I've actually, I saw, I saw um, James Taylor a couple of years ago. My mom and I went to see James Taylor for her birthday at Wrigley. Oh, you're and, such a good son, I got to Well, say. she probably bought the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I just went. But uh, his sax player was... The guy from Blue, what was his name? Blue Lou or whatever. Oh, the yeah, guy with yeah. The, the, the long, long hair. hair and the mustache. Uh-huh. Yep. So it was like, that's the guy from Blues Brothers. <laughs> you know, but, that's cool. Yeah. That must have been a fun concert. Yeah, I had Steve Gadd on the drums, so I got to see Steve Gadd. Like, nice. I was like, but that's Blue Lou, though. <laughs> yeah. James Taylor, wow, yeah. That that was a good one. Yeah. Well, it was kind of fun having uh, concerts at Wrigley. There's a couple of big concerts coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Are you going? I am going. I'm so going both? Saturday night. Uh, no, just Saturday. We're going to be in the pit, and uh, I'm tired of bad seats. I'm just, uh, yeah. you know, fight fight your way to the front. Not like I'm a rail lizard or anything, yeah. but <laughs> just, you know, get a little closer. And have to stand in front of Bill Walton. You don't want right, to be yeah. behind Bill Walton. I just saw a picture of him today at Shoreline. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's, he was at Shoreline? Oh, uh, no, oh there's a picture of him. Oh, yeah, not gotcha. Shoreline Brewery. Right, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That, that makes Shoreline sense. Shoreline and Boris had come yeah. in or whatever. Yeah, I think he, uh, I saw, I think I might have uh, seen that same, oh, or maybe he went to more than one of the shows. He, you know, basketball season's over. Yeah. <laughs> so he might as well. I think he goes to all, I don't know, maybe not. He, he probably gets good seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at Wrigley a couple of years ago in the subway, like coming out of the subway station. And oh, his really? wife is um, uh, probably literally half his height. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's like helping him get through. And he's got bad knees from playing basketball that time. So he like was standing backwards going down the escalator because he, you know, was un- he couldn't actually like, you know, step down the escalator. So huh. yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then to stand in the pit the whole time, I mean, you know, he's a trooper. Yeah. Remember, he was at Soldier Field at the Fairly Well show that I was, he was at all of them, but the one I went to, I was like, is Bill Walton here? He's got to be here. Yeah. And it was like the last song they show him on the Jumbotron, and just the, it was the biggest crowd reaction of the night. <laughs> and then the second biggest crowd reaction of the night was when they showed him again, and he saw himself on the show and trying, and he just kind of like, uh, you know. And ah. I was like, yeah, because the first time he didn't notice, and everybody else did. And then he's like, what are they looking at? Yeah. And it was him, and he's like, yeah. Oh, that's good. He's, he's like, just like treasure. Yeah, he is. And he's like more out there now than he used to be, I think. I think he probably yeah. tried to, you know, just kind of blend in, but. When you're seven yeah. two, how old, how tall is he? <laughs> yeah, I know he's massive. and big head of white hair, and um, it's probably hard to yeah. hide. And so he, he celebrates it, it seems. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. Sure. Well, guys, this was uh, a blast. I'm glad that we got to do this, and um, you know, good luck. I hope uh, hope beer hippies gets going, and yeah. and uh, or Howie, you find another creative outlet. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah. Who knows? You know, even getting to play some keyboards sometime. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully see. you guys will play with Jim Belushi. <laughs> well, it and... sounds like we're doing this thing August 20th, so as long as everybody's available. So. Yeah. Oh, good. I'll make it. I, I, I might have just gotten the text about it while I was sitting here. Oh. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's at least that much. Yeah. 
Very it was good. a lot of fun. I think we should keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, cool. Howie uh, Weisjan and Adam Conley, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. Yeah, good to you. see you guys. Good to see you. Well, all right. That was uh, Howie Weisjan and Adam Conley joining me here in the studio in Sawyer, Michigan. And you're listening to uh, Johnny Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and we're on Radio Harbor Country, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 FM out of Sawyer, Michigan, WRHZ. Uh, I, uh, oh, um, Johnny Secret Stash is underwritten by Kara's Cottages. One of downtown Kalamazoo's first Air and B's, Kara's Cottages are within walking distance of local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Kara's and Cottages with a K. So uh, uh, the band that uh, Adam and, and Howie uh, are in but hasn't played in, in a long time is uh, Beer Hippies, a band kind of brought together by uh, Robert Ralph Federson. And the, uh, as he was saying, they, um, they first got started with, uh, with Bob Federson saying, okay, well, let's put some songs together. We're going to go report them, record them over at Steve Albini's studio. And I know Robert Ralph Federson has recorded a couple of his albums with Steve Albini. So um, it was a it was an easy call, I'm sure, but also um, got one of the best to help him put together this uh, this uh, two-song 45. Um, we're not going to play the 45, but I am going to play the song. And here is uh, Drinks with the Devil. It's a Beer Hippies original uh, with Howie on drums and uh, Adam on guitar. Bob Federson on guitar, uh, Steve Murray on guitar, uh, Blake Murray on, on bass. And uh, I don't think Marcus Seyfert is on this version of Beer Hippies, but um, Marcus eventually started playing uh, keyboards for him. Here it is. It's uh, Drinks with the Devil, Beer Hippies. And it's going to close you out. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Drink with